Welcome to this episode of Something About Nothing podcast. Oh, shit. That is tr- that is very appropriate this time, because I think this podcast we might have the least to talk about we've ever had to talk about. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard of any CrossFit-related news, Holy any movie news, or anything in the last week, unless... Unless Armin can surprise me oh, with I've something got, new. Here. I've got so many fucking topics. You so we're, to not, know. we're not talking about Seinfeld? Seinfeld, always nootropics. I don't know. Uh, that that name, something about nothing, comes from Steve Ornelas off of YouTube. Oh, so shit. shout out Steve Ornelas. YouTube followers. What up, bro? What is YouTube? So <laughs> I wanted to start today with a story. I'm going to tell you guys a story. A story. The story of how we lost Kyle. Why he's no longer with us. Oh, yeah. Kyle isn't here. Mm -hmm. That's probably an important thing to address. We all have fucking space. Yeah. We all have so much room right now. We should try having not Kyle more often. I don't know what to do with all this room. So much room for activities, if I was quoting movies. But I'm not. Can we use a stack of strippers to replace (laughs) Kyle? A stack of strippers? Well, I mean, the... The stripper bodies are all over there. Jesus Christ. We could, I guess we could just turn the camera and they could see. It's okay. Armin, you're, you're, you're being nice. They're, 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 they're whores, not strippers. But <laughs> Jesus yes, Christ. That's, I, I, I know you're being sensitive to their needs, but you don't need to. They're dead. Yeah, I'm also not 100% sure like how much of the corpse remaining counts as a body. When does it go from being a body count to a, a pile? Yeah. How when, many does it take before it's like, that's a pile of strippers <laughs> and not... Three to four, five bodies. And then the, what percentage of the corpse needs to remain for it to still count as a body Jesus as opposed to Christ. just parts? <laughs> I think at that point you can use the more general term remains. Right. That's what I'm saying. Where's the, where's the line? Where's the line of remains? The line is when... Is it like two of four limbs and a torso? Is it... I think as long as a torso is there, you can almost refer to it. I'd say it's determined primarily visually. If, upon quick visual inspection, someone brand new seeing it, if they're able to rattle off within five seconds how many bodies there are, then it's still a pile of bodies. Whereas, if they stare at it for longer than uh, five seconds, hell, longer than at this point, you need to stare at it for 30 minutes to try to figure out how many (laughs) bodies that is. How many different strippers remains... Honestly, horrors remains lay right there. I mean, you need to count the skulls, count the tibia. You need to kind of dig in there in order to determine it. By my I myself 11. don't even know. Is it is it five or would I assumed it was five? But at this point, it's really impossible to tell without getting your fingers dirty. All right, how many left hands do you count, Chase? Because I'll start counting left hands myself, and we'll see I got whether six. we match. Oh, okay. Which one's the left hand again? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that tangent aside, that is what happened to Kyle. By the way, he he died under the pile of horror remains. Mm-hmm. He just had a crazy, crazy weekend. All six or seven of those horrors, a pile of cocaine, and some Percocets, and sadly, yeah. none of them made it. Yeah, he none ju- of I, them made it. I thought I thought he just ate too much of them, and his stomach hurt, stomach hurt, and yeah. died of, of stomach ache. It imploded. Yeah. Bowie's starting up again. It sounds like hyped. You you were late, Chase. If you weren't late, if you weren't late, Bowie would be asleep right now. Could you go open the door for him so I don't have to open bullshit. the door for him? Thank you. I have a story to tell. A story which uh, culminated. It better be more interesting than Kyle and seven whores dying this weekend. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not more interesting than that. Okay. It is. Uh, it is a story that ends uh, around around one a.m. this morning. 
with me uh with me unable to fall asleep mm-hmm. working on my phone oh and it's a story that begins around two o'clock yesterday afternoon that's oh, where no. i'm gonna pick it up oh no i know what happened around two o'clock yesterday afternoon i got home and i was like oh, i've been awake for a long fucking time i've got some work to do might as well have some caffeine and uh if you guys don't know chase works for c4 Cellucor c4 what up? Uh, and he had dropped off a couple of cans of uh, Sour Batch Bros. C4 Ultimate Sour Batch Bros. The Black Can of Death. Which is appropriately named the Black Can of Death. And uh, it has, what, 300 milligrams of caffeine? Is that yeah. what we're talking about here? Yeah. That is, that is to someone like me, um, a poisonous amount, I think, is probably a good way of describing it. Like, I drink amount. a lot of coffee. I probably drink, like, if I make coffee in the morning, I'll probably drink two or three cups of coffee you know, in the morning and then I'll, I'll pick back up in the afternoon and have a cup of coffee then. But I think having 300 milligrams of caffeine, uh, it's carbonated just, as well. So it's carbonated too. Should, yeah. It's way harder. Yeah. Uh, it, it does that add something The carbonation? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like fuel injection into my, my veins and I lost my fucking mind. I was I was on another planet. Nice. I was hot, then I was cold. I caught a bee and I saved its life. I cooked myself dinner, except it Made was of bees. three o'clock in the afternoon and I wasn't hungry. I ended up getting my work done much faster than I expected to, by the way. With all these distractions, I still got all my work done. I was really surprised. And then I went to go work out. And I was like, wow. I'm starting to feel normal again. It's been four hours. I'm starting to finally feel like a normal human being. I'm going to walk into the gym. Everything's going to be okay. And I started warming up and my heart rate shot up to 190 beats per minute. And I felt like I was going to explode. Not my heart was going to explode. I just felt like I was going to explode. So Sour Batch Bros, not great for a pre-CrossFit wad? That's that's the fucked up part because last last week I had like half of a can and went to go work out. Felt great came back, finished the can, and then had a great day. So this week, slamming one full can, terrible fucking idea. Here's where things got really fucking wacky. So I get home, and I am... By the way, I've been I've been pissing nonstop. I don't know what ingredient it is in that hmm. thing that, that uh, made my body want to urinate constantly but probably, i think caffeine basically what was happening was one there. <laughs> my my kidneys were just saying whatever the fuck this poison is that you put into yourself we need to evacuate it now right fucking now i peed maybe eight times in two hours and it was just straight like clear urine Hell yeah. it was like my body was like whatever we have in it we're getting rid of right now through your dick hole. <laughs> as the most great things. And I have to ask, is this as bad as the, uh, in terms of physical effects? And the here's where jacked? things get fucking weird, Cliff. Okay. So I get back from the gym and I feel whack attack. Like, I don't, I, I feel like, I feel like my stomach is upside down. I feel like I have a headache. Not, nothing from the workout. The workout was fine, but I, I just was, you know, whatever. And I thought to myself, I was like, why does this feel familiar like my mouth the taste in my mm-hmm. mouth is familiar like the the sweats are familiar like the the stiffness is familiar and it reminded me that i have been poisoned with pre-workout once before oh, in my yeah. life by fucking dead body kyle bogart over there 
you <laughs> dick. I'm going to kick you in the middle of these takes in a second. Uh, he gave us four, surprised us with four scoops of shitty pre-work, pre-workout called Full Metal Jacked mm-hmm. uh, not too long ago, maybe two years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the last time I felt like this. Now, there's one more effect that Full Metal Jacked had, a uh, noteworthy effect, that uh, one inquired, did, the, did this effect occur this time, which is the, 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 the non-functional dick for the rest of the day. I've actually come full circle now. Hmm? Uh, my dick has not worked since the Full Metal Jacked. Okay. And thanks to this C4 Ultimate, my dick works again. Okay, so, so I brought it back. Yeah, brought it okay, back. Okay, okay. I've I've been rock hard for seventeen hours. That's what we call riding the lightning. That's right. So I, th- I don't know if that's full circle or one eighty, but either way, it happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so none of those statements <laughs> endorsed by C four or I'm Cellucor. not endorsing C four. <laughs> this is not just, an endorsement. Just to be clear, yeah, man. I told you that black hand will fuck you up. That was he had it last week, and he was like, "Well, I, don't, I didn't notice anything, man. I think it's a dud. I had, I had some before. <laughs> I, before I got a blank after the workout. <laughs> I was fine. Now I still have my black can. I still have the sour batch bros. I've yet to crack it open. I'm saving it for a special occasion when I absolutely know for sure." I need my dick not to work for the next 12 hours. Because <laughs> there are instances where you really would prefer not to be burdened with that kind of problem. <laughs> like if you're going to church. Exactly. Or, or a funeral. Precisely. You don't want Like to be... Kyle's funeral. When you go to Kyle's funeral and you have mm-hmm. to talk, you don't want to <laughs> You don't want to be raging, raging you know. pre-workout hard on. Yeah. Precisely. The podium can disguise it a little bit there, but for the most part, Once yeah. it starts moving. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. It's good shit. Is it, though? Yeah. It fucked me up. You got you to gotta pace it right. It I drink mine throughout the workout. I get like one-fourth down, and then I'll, I'll sip on it throughout the workout just to remind myself. Yeah. So, sometimes it's fun to do the whole can just to see if you can survive. I, I have seen, I've seen the abyss. I've stared into the abyss, and the abyss has stared back. Uh huh. What's What's really awesome? <laughs> what's really awesome is that you probably did all that stuff: cooked, caught the bee, removed your skin, put it back on, and all your work stuff in the matter of what might have felt like two hours, but it was really ten minutes. That's the cool thing. I about have that. no idea how I finished everything that I had to do, uh, um, I, because I was so distracted by having to go piss constantly and with all the other things like catching the bee and so I, gotta cooking. Get your, I gotta get you one of the one of the diapers i also realized oh they make c4 diapers very good yeah, they're all yellow so i also <laughs> i also realized uh as i was cooking you know I, I made this little roast and i put it out and I let, it, let it sit and let it kind of you know rest before oh, i carved yeah. it and i carved it and as his blood was gushing over the uh the cutting board i, I realized that like I I am a machine of flesh mm-hmm. that feeds on flesh. I am I am a machine that murders in order to continue its murder spree. Yes. That is the most metal fucking thing on the yeah, that is that also, that also doesn't sound like a caffeinated thought. That sounds like a high thought. Yeah. This shit fucked me up, man. Hmm. That might be the way to go. That might be the way to go cuz you've explained it has time expansion effects. Also similar to being high. So I'm wondering, is the secret ingredient of Sour Batch Bros 100 milligrams of THC? Uh, I don't know. 
I am a machine of murder fueled by murder. Wouldn't that be crazy? That's fucking awesome. Well, that's 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 what we got into about the uh, in the uh, revelation about artificial intelligence way back when. Uh, you know, if you design an artificial intelligence with an incredibly simple set of operating instructions, all sorts of complex results occur. What is what are our operating instructions? Murder. Grab other living things, set them on fire, and shove them in our mouth holes. That's it. Yeah. That's all. That's all there is. Yeah, all of civilization. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. You do, you do and and. <laughs> And put your dick in holes. That's right. So those two things, find other living things, set them on fire, shove them in mouth holes. Strangely enough, not only are we programmed for those two things, but we're also specifically programmed to not overlap those things. Yeah. (laughs) Some folks can get their wires crossed there. That is, that's, it's, it's really specific in instruction, right? It's a really mm-hmm. specific set of instructions. It's kill things, light it on fire, and eat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put your dick in things. Uh-huh. But not the same but things. Not the same things that you're killing and eating. Doesn't stop some people. <laughs> some people get that, get both those things mixed up a heck of a lot. But uh, yeah. for the most part, you know, we've all, we've all seen uh, uh, American pie there the uh, the uh, living creatures which died to make that pie were desecrated by that act uh, <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's talk a little bit of fitness hmm. because what is there to talk about you mentioned that you hadn't seen this and here's the video I'm playing for uh, Cliff and his arm right now it's mm-hmm. Thor you know world's strongest man Thor and he is deadlifting 473 kilos. That's 1,042 mm-hmm. pounds on right next an to elephant him, bar. Right next to him is Larry Wheels. Larry Wheels is there, encouraging yeah. Him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Actually, they've put up some really cool content. Larry Wheels has been there for like a week or oh, so. Yes. Juju Mufu Oh, wait, it doesn't count. Bit. doesn't count. He's wearing straps. doesn't count. Mm-hmm, yeah, this, mm-hmm. is, uh, this is definitely one of those uh, strongman deadlifts that don't count situations, except for the fact that he's like 56 feet tall. And uh, there we go. That goes up nice and smooth. No hitch, no nothing. Absolutely beautiful. So if you haven't seen this yet, folks, Thor, the world's strongest man, just pulled a beautiful 473 kilo deadlift on an elephant bar, which I think at this point we can kind of not even mention the fact that it's on an elephant bar because God damn, that's ridiculous. 473 kilos. I don't know if I could pull 473 pounds right now. Yeah, and I'm literally yeah. half the yeah. man that Thor is, mm-hmm. and that is, that's not the right, that's not the right direction of of uh, ratios that I want. I don't want to be half the man with less than half the strength. Fuck. Yeah, that's a, you don't want that at all. You need to your your goal your goal should be to be a quarter Thor. You're not even a quarter Thor. No, because he's half Thor. You're half his size. Not that you're, you're not you're not yet a quarter no. Thor. I'm not a quarter Thor. Am I a quarter Thor? Are yeah, you yeah. a quarter Thor? You're half his size, but you are more than half his strength. So you are half a half Thor. I'm and remember, when Thor. you multiply halves together, it turns into a quarter. Uh, that's scary stuff. <laughs> I'm changing my Instagram name to Quarter Thor. You should. Be good. Sick. Didn't you deadlift recently? Yeah, just yesterday. Why? Um, you know, it's a good question. So we're getting into some Jim Windler stuff at Carhu. Uh, because mm-hmm. strength is what matters. The open does not fucking matter. So we're going to do some five, three, one type shit with max effort on the last set. Mm-hmm. So the protocol for yesterday was you're working from 90% of your max. So I'm working from 
ninety percent of five seventy, which mm-hmm. is five thirteen. My first set is three thirty five for five. Second set three eighty five for five, and then four thirty five for five plus. Yes. All the numbers on the board I'd noticed for my teammates that are doing the Jesus Christ <laughs> that are doing the same. <laughs> for, those, for those of you just listening, I think a bear is trying to attack the house. You can see it in the windows behind us. So all, all my teammates who are doing the same programming have the same max effort, but they're working from different percentages, right? They didn't all deadlift 570. So they're getting up Pussies. to like 17 reps, 20 some reps. Yeah, didn't, didn't I had to scale as needed on my expectations. <laughs> so you got so you, did, you didn't get the five reps at the. No, I did ten. I did ten. Oh, okay, reps okay. At, yeah. at four thirty-five. But it's pretty head, fucking good. Pretty fucking good. Looking at the board, I'm like, I should hit twenty-seven reps. reps. Twenty-seven reps. Not the case. It's just you're different, man. You're considerably stronger than Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. Arnold Schwarzenegger's son was. Uh, the son, the illegitimate son. His name, though George? I forget. Possibly, uh, he's he's that he bo- had with the housewife. I mean, uh, not the, yeah, uh, oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The house nurse. Yeah, he is bodybuilding now. He's being trained by Mike O'Hearn, but he just posted a video where he did three fifteen for seventeen reps, which uh, reasonably impressive easily. for a kid who's like nineteen, twenty years old, who's kind of just started lifting. That's not bad, but not bad at all. Not I bad at all. But Mike O'Hearn needs to more impressive. share his PEDs with that kid, though. Yeah, um, I don't know. My, my, yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't. Mike O'Hearn, as he claims, is all natural. He can claim whatever kid. he wants as uh-huh. long as he shares his drugs. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't care what he says. He just needs to share the that's drugs right. in, he's on. In order, yeah, in order for Arnold Schwarzenegger's progeny to catch up. See, Arnold Schwarzenegger was taking all sorts of steroids from basically the age of 15 on 15 to the present which if you do the math that's a lot of years uh his son has a lot of catching up to do yeah he should write a book on like what what actually works i, I don't uh, think there's Arnold? i yeah. don't know i don't know that he have any great super great insights there you don't think so in terms of drug use because he's yeah. been he's tried it all right yeah, the old school stuff. I assume he was just sticking with the test deca D ball primo kind of mm. stuff there. Just didn't venture out. Found something and stuck with it. Whatever it was, it worked. Mm-hmm. And now everyone should be on it. Should they? No. That's not true. Just yeah, the sun. So just deadlifting the, just <laughs> that much weight. Uh crippled. Lower back. Today. Oh. Well you know what you need for that? Steroids. Make your <laughs> kill your kill your lower back right up. All that lower back pain gone. What did your whoop say about about your workout yesterday? Uh, the whoop, the whoop literally didn't say like anything. That's terrible. The the whoop was like that was a level twelve strain for today. Yeah, which was nothing. Yeah. But then did it tell you you slept like shit? No, I slept amazing. Oh, that's pretty good. I've been knocking it out of the park, man. Nice. Monday was fucking rough. So Monday we did actual CrossFit and it was like twenty rounds of thirty seconds max effort clusters at ninety five pounds. Rest 30 seconds. 30 seconds of max effort lateral burpees. Rest 30 seconds. No. For 20 minutes. No. Mm. And uh, mm. went mm. zero dark 30 on that shit. I had like spit flying everywhere. Nose drool. This is disgusting. No. And uh, my whoop woke up the next... I, after whoop. After after the workout, the whoop was like, hey, that was like a level 17. I haven't seen that since since regionals. So... And then I slept like shit. Everything was on fire. And then like when you go to sleep and you're just hot and then you wake up with like lines all over your body and your body's still like 180 degrees. 
And and the whoop, just for people who don't know what that is, it's the uh, little gremlin that lives inside <laughs> Chase's throat who no, talks he, to him on occasion. He's, he's uh, behind my left ear. Behind your left ear. Okay. He's just like, sense. yo, you're fucking up. This is a 17. <laughs> and then when I sleep, he just stabs me in the throat to keep me up. Mm-hmm. And he's Appa- like, you're not sleeping well, bro. Yeah. A- apparently, the gremlin is from Jersey. Yeah, instead of it saying red, instead of like writing red rum on the doors, it writes, you're fucked and backwards. So when he closed the bathroom door in the mirror, it says, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's essentially what that's whoop what whoop straps are supposed to do. Actually, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's you can get talking whoop straps to tell you you're fucked. Instead That'd of be awesome. Actual I would pay extra money. I don't pay anything for my whoop right now, but I would pay for that service. One hundred percent. The whoop thing is the thing on my wrist that measures my heart rate variability. And uh, a whole bunch of other shit, but hmm. I'm afraid to wear one of those because it would, I'm quite certain, tell me I'm dying. And I'd rather hold off on that knowledge for as long as I can. Continue to burn the candle at both ends. I bet just to piss me off, Hmm. if you wore a whoop, it'd be like HRV, like in the hundreds, getting perfect sleep with only like four to three hours or how much you actually get. That would be amazing. It w- and it would report directly to me for some reason. Of course. Mm. I would get it a notification. like, hey, Cliff's doing better than you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Whoop is a dick. To me. It's a real dick move. <sighs> Speaking of dick moves, yeah. Jillian Michaels had some interesting thing to say about CrossFit. Mm. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, I don't know. She... I, I haven't, but I, I, I like the phrase Jillian Michaels and dick moves together in the same let me, sentence. Uh, really? yeah. Let me pull. Mm-hmm. Let me doesn't pull. do anything for Yeah, me. she doesn't do it for me either. Um, and that is really the basis upon which I judge anything, whether they do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a soundbite now, just so you know. Someone can take that. Uh, um, here's what she had to say. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it on my my phone. It's incredible. That way, that so way, there's accurate. no questions here. I Check agree 100 with everything. A few does. issues with CrossFit, which is not a secret. I'll start every morning. So my issues with CrossFit are as follows. First of all, you've got like what, maybe 20 to 25 movements that don't really vary and you're doing them over and over and over again. So on one hand, it stops being effective because you're not challenging the body from various angles of push and pull with different varieties of exercises and different types of movement that work different modalities. And I know CrossFit, oh, we work all the modalities, but no, not really. So shouldn't you choose a workout that has a little bit more flexibility and strength so you get more mobility, not just power, which is speed and strength, and get a lot of that in cross. Oh, hell yeah. Surprise, we get a phone call right in the middle of this. Mm-mm. Now let's answer it. Let's see what happens. Josh, you're on speakerphone. We're recording an episode of Scales Needed right now. What's up? You're live recording a yeah. podcast at this moment. At this moment, <laughs> we're recording a podcast. That's right. <laughs> Why are you picking on my call? I'm not worthy of a uh, intermittent podcast experience. Oh, well, <laughs> we were actually just, you happened to call at the exact moment that we were watching Jillian Michaels talk shit about CrossFit. Oh. What are your thoughts? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Come on, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, call, I'll call you back, Josh. I'll call you in a couple hours. Sounds good. <laughs> Later, right, dude. So. All right, so you got the gist of it. I do get the gist of it, yes. Uh, what I find, he, here's, here's the broader, per, you could talk about all the particulars of how silly all that is, but I don't think we need to get into the details there. I think it is good that this gives perspective, because as much as I shit talk CrossFit on occasion, 
as much as uh, you know, my words have figuratively or literally dick slapped some of the people who work there. I think it's important to understand that I'm only comparing CrossFit to a platonic ideal of perfect fitness and perfect wisdom, which it falls short of, as all human institutions must. No human institution ever can be perfect. But as compared to all the other jerk-offs in the fitness industry, of whom Jillian Michaels, I think, is the world-class authority. She is the queen of fitness jerk-offs. She is the queen of fitness jerk-offs. Yeah. Uh, I think we can all, all agree that CrossFit is just many, many tiers above that. You need to sink multiple different levels of intelligence and fitness and taste in order to get down to the Jillian Michaels level. Uh, I'm sure, yeah, that, that, that's my overall, that, that's, that's my overall takeaway from it. Though you can dig into the particulars here, you CrossFitters, you. Any other thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think you pretty much summed yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. I pretty mean, much nailed it. It's, it's just like, uh, she's like the lady, the, the old lady at the supermarket that's like, I'm going to pick the yogurt that has no fat and has reduced and zero fat in it because mm-hmm. it's better for me. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, you don't know that fat, the fat's not the bad thing here. It's the sugars. That's, that's how I feel like explaining the Jillian Michaels things is, is like, oh, she just doesn't get it. She, she's not at the bleeding edge of fitness here. She's lagging behind the state of the art by about a decade and a half. Yeah. She's probably still teaching the food pyramid. She's teaching uh, <laughs> she's bo- like, body part bread. splits, the, the weeder principles of muscle confusion, it seems she was vaguely referencing there. Uh, and besides that, is the, what seemed bizarre is that her criticisms seemed like they couldn't have been uttered by a person who had, say, looked at two weeks worth of CrossFit programming. Yeah. If she's she'd ever like at a any CrossFit program, main site programming, a CrossFit gyms programming, uh, so some of the popular online programs. If you look at the programming for two weeks worth of CrossFit, any CrossFit, all the things she's saying aren't so. Only do twenty to twenty five movements that have limits in the number of angles they hit limits in the number of muscles that are used yeah shouldn't we be doing stuff that's you know muscle flexibility and challenges our uh, mobility Uh and we don't do any of that in crossfit none of that none of why i have perfect uh overhead form (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah man i i think my my biggest beef is that she is a super well-respected person you know not by us like i don't give a shit about jillian michaels but I used to not do CrossFit. I remember watching Biggest Loser, and I'd be like, whatever these three people, because there was three trainers, I think. Her, the guy that had a heart attack Bob that does CrossFit, and then someone else. And I, and I remember taking their word for whatever they said, like, oh, I need to avoid this, and I need to eat less. and I got to spend the next eight hours on a treadmill. On a treadmill, yes. Uh, and that's how I'm going to lose weight and get jacked. Not so. Not, not so. so. And that's where I beef, because... People respect her and followers. She has like 1.3 million followers. It's like yeah. uh, she's just influencing all these people when reality they would probably benefit from trying out a CrossFit affiliate. And now they're never going to because Shape Magazine and Jillian Michaels shit all over it. Yeah. It's weird. And here's the I was strange trying to come part. up with a good nickname. <laughs> what? I was trying to come up with a good nickname. Like a Trump esque no- nickname for yeah. Jillian Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Jerk that and Jill. Be, that could be fun. That could Big be, Lion is, Jill. Mm-hmm. Big Lion Jill. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mm. like the, my, I agree. I agree with what 
I agree with the uh, the sentiment there. I think the the silliest thing about it is that she it's clearly criticism that comes from a place of ignorance. Like if she knew anything about CrossFit, she would know that there absolutely are valid things to criticize about how CrossFit is applied in day to day you know training for most people. That's that's totally fine. I I understand that you know there are issues there. It's just like so weird to me that she decided to use like this this old hat fucking way of criticizing like they what they have what 20 to 25 movements i can't tell if she's saying that's not enough or too many or uh-huh. what like oh, yeah. like you just, many do you need <laughs> do you need like five or do you need like 600 like i don't well, I mean, where the, are we going with this the, the true stupidity of this statement comes when you try to imagine the training program she herself would probably be recommending in contract because like you don't if have you never, to if imagine you, oh, if you never heard of <laughs> J- wait, if you never heard of jillian michaels you can imagine what what training program is she talking about that has all these different movements that hit all the different angles that's it's like no no no. She, she's just standard fucking bodybuilding style training combined with aerobics Basically, is the Absolutely. shit she does. It's like shit that's out, stuff. shit that hasn't advanced since the early '90s. I mean, she's that's her training methodology, as far as I can tell, is just early '90s horseshit. Uh, that's <laughs> you know all the usual body part split type stuff, muscle confusion, work different muscles from the different angles. Which, by the way, I enjoy and is great for people who are taking steroids. But for natties like us, <laughs> wink, wink. I think cro- hard nets. <laughs> hard nets. I think uh, I think uh, CrossFit is. Uh, uh, <laughs> Wink. That was really necessary. Mm-hmm. That's really necessary. Yeah. You can see if uh, folks watching on video. I said wink, wink, but didn't actually wink. So it's not authentic. No, it's it's a lie. The mm-hmm. wink, wink is a lie. We're all I, on a I, lot I of I don't steroids. think we have to explain that we're lying about taking steroids. <laughs> Nobody's looking. Nobody's going to be confused that. about that. Oh man, look at you. You've got a medium level of fitness. <laughs> Must be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jillian Michaels uh, can go shove it, I guess. I don't fucking know. Look at us. We're just fucking talking about her. That's probably what this whole thing was yeah. all about anyway. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, She nailed it. Fucking A, we Jillian Michaels. Yep, she's just trolling. That's what it is. Trying to get her name back in the news, which worked. I've never paid attention to her name in like more than a decade. Yeah, she started this whole thing by talking shit about keto first. Oh yeah, I don't know. I recall yeah re- more recently, but then a while ago, she's been she was like fucking arguing with Gary Tobbs a while ago about uh, uh, about about how low carb diets weren't good. She's just all <laughs> kinds of shitty. I mean, she's just all she kinds know, of terrible man. there. Yeah, yeah. She should yeah. She's, she's, she's in fa- she, she's bad mouthing low carb diets and diabetics. CrossFit, which it's she apparently disapproves of all of the movements which move large loads long distances quickly. Those are not the movements she likes. No, the movements think... which displace your center of mass a great distance or move weights quickly a long distance. She doesn't like any of those moves. And she uh, she just loves the carbohydrates. <laughs> I think she just disapproves of anything that actually works because if you find something that works, then you don't technically need to like listen to her right, or you don't watch pay her videos her. anymore. You don't need to pay her anymore. How's that? That doesn't help her make money at the end of the day. Yeah. No, sure. Her only her only fans at this point have got to be like middle aged housewives who are a little bi curious. <laughs> hey, also me. You know the thing. <laughs> the thing actually I found to be most triggering hashtag 
SJW Armin is out mm-hmm. uh, about her Instagram <laughs> was the fact that all of her music is like not copyright. It's not. It's not copyright. It's just she just uses rap songs, like yeah. whatever the most popular rap song of the moment so is. So angry that she has a Pusha T song. She uses all these rap songs, and she's just like this skinny old white lady doing like shitty kettlebell she's swings appropriating or like our culture. That's right. She is appropriating our culture. I'm pissed. We should be pissed on behalf of a brown nation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're not that gangster, right? Like she has like a she occasionally has like a couple pictures with her like flipping the camera off or like oh or like you know Ooh. like oh I don't give a fuck about the haters and it's like dude the next picture is avocado toast the picture <laughs> before that is also avocado toast you can't sandwich a fuck the haters post with avocado toast biatch mm-hmm. <laughs> we on up we on up. <laughs> There is video. God, I wish Kyle was alive for this. It would be nice. It would be nice. There's video of Jillian Michaels attempting to do CrossFit, by the way. It was on one of those morning uh, talk shows, like Good Morning America, with Bob Harper was on there, having everyone do CrossFit. And Jillian Michaels, this clearly when CrossFit was a little bit newer, uh, trying to do a CrossFit workout. And it's, uh, even though it was just in the context of one of these morning shows, it is a pretty sad sight, her attempts at power cleans or getting a weight overhead or just really you know they look like the normal jerk off who's never done such things before and it's amazing to think that in all the intervening years she probably hasn't improved any speaking of uh bob harper this is tangent but i've been to his crossfit gym his private gym skull crossfit and it's it's pretty fucking lit i don't know what i did with a shirt like to get the shirt you have to be there I don't know what I do with it. I think I think I sold it or got rid of it or something. Jesus criminy, that was scary. Sonny also doesn't know what I did with it. Um, mm. But either way, yeah, he's, it's a cool. It was a cool facility. I don't know if he does CrossFit anymore though. Ever since he had his heart attack, I think he went more into like the yoga, yoga, yoga mm, route of things. Chill, bro, yeah. thing. I feel like if his heart rate, it's like speed. If his heart rate goes over sixty miles per hour, he explodes. It's like that that Hulk movie with uh, Ed Norton, right? Where he has yes. a heart rate monitor. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it's like. And then he has Hicks and Gracie. Is it Hickson in that movie? Man, it's, Sonny is fucking fired up. Yeah, you should. It's very scary. I'll go let him out. I'll go let him out. Oh, I, I don't know that I have anything more to say yeah. about Jillian Michaels, but I do have something to say about dogs. Dogs are a problem. I don't think they're. I don't think there's any reason to have them around. They don't do anything productive. They don't bring anything new to the world. They Dogs? just sit around and shit. Sit around and shit and make noise. I, don't, I say we should get rid of all dogs. I don't know. Round them up. Round them up. Uh, this sounds like some Isle of Dog shit from mm-hmm. that movie that Did came out over summer that, that I didn't watch. You, you think we should get rid of all dogs? Uh, that's the only thing I can conclude based mm-hmm. on at least this afternoon's interaction. Absolutely I'm all for not. unpopular opinions, but that unpopular opinion is going to get you like murked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't use that word because I'm not black. It's okay. So, thank but you. I'm just looking out for Cliff. I'm just saying, dude. That is know. that's what's the opposite of a hot take? It's not a cold take. That's not <laughs> even a shit. A, take. That's a shit take. <laughs> <laughs> that take is shit. But if you were to write an article for like Vice or Vox or some shit, there's you ten would, reasons why all dogs need to be eliminated. Yeah, it's like I <clears throat> I tried to love dogs, but I couldn't, so I fucking murdered them all. <laughs> On That's Vice News. Vice. <laughs> yep. I was writing BuzzFeed, my bad. Yeah. 
I have a plan. It's slowly formulating Jeez. in my brain. I'm, I'll, I'll, Please don't I'll, murder dogs. I'll, it won't, I won't be able to murder all the dogs myself, but I think I can formulate a plan, get enough people on board where I think we can achieve the dream within this generation. What? Getting rid of all of them. No! <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> no, I refuse. I do not co-sign this. Yeah. Sand does I, not I agree with that. I can't co-sign. Just because I don't own dogs doesn't mean I want them all gone. Speaking of everyone being gone... How's that for a segue? Oh, that's fucked up. So there have been more layoffs at CrossFit HQ. Oh, no. More people have been dick slapped away. The snapping continues. Mm. Uh, we're now at like 100-ish people. That's fucked Over man. six months being laid off. Mm. And uh, I don't even know how, how many employees do you think they had at the start? Uh, at this point, my guess is that they probably don't have the number of employees necessary to even keep that office anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm my... my my, if I'm like taking my crystal ball and looking into the future, I would say there's probably going to be another round of, of downsizing, maybe like six or seven months from now, uh, that gets rid of like another 10 or 15 people. And then they're just going to shut down that, that office in Santa Cruz and either completely decentralize and just let everyone work from wherever they fuck they want or move their offices to like, I don't know, the Pacific Northwest or something. Cause that's where, uh, some of Greg's kids, kids live. So hmm. that's wild, hmm. man. Um, it just at this point, like <clears throat> they've they've gotten rid of so many people. Uh, this most recent round of layoffs, probably the most uh, well known people that were included were Rory McKernan, who mm-hmm. when we were up there in October, mm-hmm. uh, he had been moved to a role with CrossFit Health. Yeah. So I don't know what that was all about. Um, and was he let go? I wonder because it was his idea to build a set for the old person. Absolutely, was not his idea to build that set. I'll tell you that right now. Um, and I think all the people that had something to do with that set have been promoted. Have been promoted. Yeah. (laughs) First of all, yeah, they're the ones who are safe from being Mm. from being uh, 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 let go. Just might need to make some lighting adjustments. A little more natural light. A little more. A little more illusion of natural light. That's all I'm saying. Tyson Oldroyd also got let go. Uh, he is like one of the first sort of like media uh, coordinating producers at HQ and he's basically been responsible for most of the hires and most of like the uh, people coming in and the product going out in terms of what the content has been so that's that's also a pretty big um, change for them and he's been with them for fucking ever like probably uh, I mean like I don't even know how long 10 years, maybe nine years, maybe I have no idea, but for fucking ever. Um, what'd you say? I I have no idea. Yeah. I cannot confirm. So yeah, at this point, um, you know, HQ has, has shown a, a commitment to this, this new ideology that they're following. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that, being a media company is not of interest to Greg Glassman. No. And being an events company is not of interest to Greg Glassman either. What he is interested in, in interested in, yes. and what he is wanting to focus CrossFit back onto is the licensing and gym business and the uh, training and uh education side of things yes and uh what's happening now is an extension of that and just it's it's a 
the the price that must be paid unfortunately is these people getting getting fucking canned um but also the price that must be paid is like this weird sort of like year year and a half where nothing is really ramped up to take the place of that machine that was there and i think yes. that's where the rub is the rub isn't that it's it's all a bad thing it's it's necessarily moving in this direction because one the guy who makes all these decisions doesn't want to do the games thing like that anymore but two it it opens up opportunities in a way that has never happened in the crossfit space before and i think that's a really good thing in in the long term plus i mean in terms of like you know making money here uh fuck like they completely cut down their costs all these motherfuckers me included we're still doing this for free for free and they're still getting the content. It's just shittier content. Mm. So it's like, uh, Armin, come on. Now. No, I, mean, I don't mean like. I mean like in production. I'm, oh, sure. I'm, I'm oh, sitting sure. in my my kitchen. You know what I mean? I'd say it's a big improvement in terms of intelligent commentary. Ouch. Yes. Thank uh, you very much. Armin's uh, got the big brains. What up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean like, basically, I've the, got the big dicks. Armin's got the big brains. That's right. So that's the we we complement each other. I have um, I have a big deadlift. There we go. Right. Oh man, between the three of us, we're so good. Good thing Kyle's dead. We never needed him anyway. Yeah, anyway, he didn't have anything. Yeah, we didn't bring anything to the table. Yeah, big, um, big jacket. <laughs> big pair of jeans because he was fat. He's <laughs> uh, piss on his grave later. I can't wait. So, so uh, what I'm saying is this 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 strange in between period where. There's this opportunity, right? Greg Glassman talks about like using uh, CrossFit as like a, a creating a platform for other people to start businesses and stuff. Yeah, and he's like, "Listen, man, this is a business that I don't really give a shit about. I don't, I don't want to be in the games business. I don't want to be in the media business. I don't want to be in the uh, events business." And that is why I think you know down the line, all of this is going to shake out. You know, a year from now, there will be some sort of a machine in place to, you know. Um, sync up the broadcasting rights for the biggest sanctioned events as well as bring money in to sort of like professionalize the uh, coverage again a little bit and uh, also sort of like you know bring some more eyeballs the way that was it was happening before it's not going to be the same thing as it was before and I think that's a really good thing because this change is going to require people to grow and innovate the way that they're covering this shit Mm-hmm. And that is hugely positive. And if we just repeated the same shit that we were doing previously, if if like right now what's happening is, you know, Heber and Marston are out there essentially making a vlog, but their big project is like trying to recreate something like the Road to the Game series. Hmm. And, uh, you know, Tommy Marquez and Sean Woodland are recording a podcast and their big project is to try to put together something similar to what the update show was like. And that's all well and good. But at some point, there needs to be some sort of innovation. I, I want to see that content succeed. I want to see that out there because I think that, that people are fucking hungry for it. People want to see that content and consume it as, just as they were before. But now, the, the common refrain that I keep hearing people are like, do you think that Dave Castro is going like, to uh, branch out and, and make his own version of the CrossFit Games? I'm like, they laid off 100 people. Who the fuck is going to bankroll this? Like, who do you think is going to come by and pick up? I don't know. Let's say you cut out 20% of that as like fluff. 
you're gonna like we're gonna run real lean we're gonna use only 80 percent of the previous of the previous media team you're gonna bring 80 people onto your bankroll and then immediately jump them right back into making this content it's not gonna fucking happen there it just it won't happen that way the way it's gonna happen is it's gonna slowly ramp back up and then a big player is gonna come in and and add a bunch of cash like change the way it happened the change the the style of the content and and sort of like you know fuel inject a C4 ultimate the content if you will hell yeah hmm give it a dick problem right <laughs> <laughs> full circle yeah I am I'm thinking yeah yep. th- this year is going to be a rough year but the vastly greater ultimately quantity and variety we're going to see of both CrossFit media coverage and CrossFit competitions over the next year will be a good thing which I'm fine with because I had at this point been pretty bored by the standard set of open which looked very similar to previous opens to regionals which looked the same as previous several years regionals to games which looked again very similar I think you know just from a viewership perspective I'm glad for the changes I'm also very glad because I understand Glassman's perspective and understand that now he is really not fucking around anymore of realizing that the epic battles that are taking place, of which plenty of articles being posted on CrossFit.com about further uncovering the fucked up conspiracies to destroy America's and the world's health for because of various moneyed interests, uh, that is his primary concern and for good reason, and in that perspective, yeah, I think we can all understand what he's talking about when he's talking about how the people talking about the games were on the kids' table, he's at the adults' table. Because if you're fighting these epic battles for the health and survival of Western civilization, um, Dave Castro's silly, silly little games event announcements in perspective don't... Uh, don't really hold up. Same yeah, level of importance. Yeah, I think... <clears throat> I think World a lot of people... importance... Not really. <laughs> I think a lot of people out there are like are like me, or at least I can respect how the how they view uh, the the changes. It's just there's no, you know, Glassman cuts all these jobs. CrossFit radically gets rid of all, all of their media department, gets rid of regionals, and uh, kind of goes into this uh, basically like affiliate model for their events, affiliate model for even the games. It, it might be. Um, and a lot of people just see that as, you know, a, a vacuum. Now there was all this coverage, there was all the, all these events, all these things, uh, consistent, consistently being provided for them. And now there's nothing. So in their heads, they're like, well, shit, like this sport is just going to die. Like every, like nobody's going to want to sponsor these athletes. Nobody's going to want to keep making, uh, media around this because like the main thing doesn't give a shit about it. Right. So I think a lot of people just lack uh, the foresight or perspective to know that this is just temporary. Things are real shitty right now, but the people that cover this, you know, cover this content and cover this this sport really care about it, and they're going to continue doing it in some capacity. You just have to seek them out. They're not all coming from CrossFit HQ or the CrossFit Games uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Now you have to go and follow like uh, Marston. You have to go follow Tommy Marquez. You have to subscribe to talking elite fitness you got to tune in the armin's youtube channel so it's just all these different places and don't worry everyone the algorithms will save you yeah the 100%. algorithms will suggest all the right videos to watch if you're into crossfit it might seem like a crazy landscape out there all these different media people covering it all these different events but don't worry the ai algorithms which control all your decisions and control everything you see will direct you towards all the best sources yeah they direct you toward this guy 
People need their the best. people need the desk. They need guys in business casual wear behind a desk because that's home. That's that's security. Brings me closure. How am I going to know what workout to do for the open coming up if that's not where it's coming from? I can't trust some random person with their iPhone shooting it and streaming it live. I don't know if they know the workout or not. That's what we're going to get though. I know I'm hyped. <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's real shitty. Well, I, I do know at least one of them is going to be pretty well um, produced, and that's the one. Uh, Strength and depth is actually doing, doing one of the one of the open announcements on on Thursday, and uh, they have they have to know what the workout is already because it's one of the first events at their event, which is the first weekend of the 2019 CrossFit Games Open. So it's just happening the same time as the Open. So they're just like, okay, we'll just slot the workout into the into the programming. And that way that way we can just make sure that uh, all these athletes don't have to pick. It's a push-up pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be... Um, One to infinity. You just go until you can't do perfect push-ups anymore. It's going to be... It's going to be Air Force... Right, that's the double under one. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's a uh, flight flight simulator. It's gonna be flight simulator. Gross. But with uh, devil's press. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is, though. but it sounds scary as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know what the fuck it's gonna be. Um, but either way, let's uh, let's talk about let's talk about uh, True Detective. We got like ten minutes. Oh my, oh me, let us, dude. So episode six of True Detective. Uh, Shit was wild, fam. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, Did you like mm-hmm. it, Chase? It was Mahershala Ali. Yeah, and, uh, it was Mahershala. It was a couple different time time streams. Uh huh. <laughs> uh oh, someone didn't watch True Detective. Yeah, um, it's zero for six so far. But no, huh? for the for the spoilers version, for those of you who did, obviously the big news is that uh, the there might be some wackiness going on with the father, with the supposed father of the children, which There's... retrospectively I think solves some of the what I had were a little bit of disappointments with the characterizations of people earlier on in the series because I thought in the first episode I think maybe probably the first episode of the series that yeah this wife who's just a hot mess of drinking and infidelity is a little one-dimensional she's a mess and then this this father who's just kind of a a nice but not too bright kind of redneck guy who's very put upon also kind of one-dimensional but honestly I didn't have enough faith in where the series was going I just assumed that was kind of not just just not great characterization there uncharacteristic not great characterization boy was I wrong as it turns out what'll be fun on a second watch is uh, that first episode where you see the wife show up and figure out that the kids are missing and immediately starts screaming at the husband, what did you do? What did you do? On the first viewing, you assume that, oh, she's just a hot mess. She's completely crazy. She's haranguing her poor put-upon husband here. It's like, no, 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 no. She was yelling because she thought for good reason that he had something to do with the kid's disappearance because apparently he's into all sorts of weird shit. He's definitely definitely into gay stuff, which is not weird shit, but it adds an additional layer of complication. And two, he probably murdered a guy as well. So uh, Absolutely. Hell yeah. Oh, and... Let us not forget uncovering the pink room. The pink room in uh, so there's so much going on here. Ooh, because let me ah, also say, mm. I felt like the fishiness doesn't stop with the dad. I think the fishiness goes to the mom as well. Mm. And, oh and, yeah. You know the 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 questions being asked of how do you think 
that she was able to bankroll her drugs, drug addiction over the past eight years? How do you think that, you know, she was able to just happen to overdose before any of the news came out of what she was, she was up to. And I think the, um, the sort of evidence is kind of pointing to like some sort of conspiracy with the, the Hoyt family, uh, which were her employers and uh, uh, them possibly purchasing children, it seems like, Something or, like that. or well, cl- trading for children in, of some sort. It appears to be, yes. Uh, it appears to be a Pizzagate-type scandal where you have a conspiracy with a bunch of rich people doing a whole bunch of weird child molesty things yeah. there, that you have Mr. Police Officer, who oh so conveniently happened to notice the planted backpack, then immediately after getting hired to a very lucrative but very uh, kind of sit around twiddle your thumbs type security job there Where, as his at reward which, at which he can he can he can ver- he can specifically say what his directive is like it, the that was one thing I loved about that scene they kind of like talk to him and like make fun of him for sitting behind a desk and you know pulling a cool a huge paycheck for doing you know what seems to be nothing he's the head security guard at like a food processing plant mm-hmm. and then uh, it's a very loose conversation until they ask him exactly what it is he's supposed to be doing and he has this very specific directive of making sure that nothing gets ahead gets in the way of the hoyt business and the, what they're up mm-hmm. to and it's like oh that's so we know his actual job is as a ruthless hitman security guy for the crazy rich child molester conspiracists with their pink room there yeah their pink room very very closely resembling the uh the red room from uh, twin peaks which i have a uh, represented a little bit on my shirt there nice. uh, as always good move. but um yeah yeah this uh tell you what man the show just keeps keeps giving you more fun stuff to yeah. mess around with. There's this, no depth. There's no end to the depth of the revelations. This season gets better and better. Um, it, it certainly is shaping up uh, as as a great season of television. Um, I think it's it is rem, it is very reminiscent of the of season one, uh, all the way down to like the selling of children. You know, even like the orphanage side of things. Um, you know, the, the sort of lost children, rich conspiratorial, you know, child sex abuse or trafficking circle. Um, except this time, instead of it being like one family that's been around for a long time and is like the head of the, the state as well as the church, it's like in this one, it just seems to be this one family that is just financially really in control of the, of the, uh, the, the geographical area. Um, but you know, I, I, I really am interested to see exactly where this goes because with sort of the the um, the themes that have been laid out here with who each of these people are and how they've changed over time and the things that they have experienced that we haven't necessarily seen yet, the the question really comes to mind is is like how much of this is is like really their fault, right? Because the the the, the arrows are starting to point a little bit in the direction of like, you know, Wayne and Roland aren't great guys. They don't seem to be, they seem to be really guilt, uh, guilt ridden about something that they've done. Probably killing what's his face. The, the security oh, officer. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, thinking, yeah, it's starting to take a little bit of shape here. Yeah. It appears pretty clear that the, the shocking thing they see in 1990 is some variation on, stumbling upon the pink room or whatever and killing some of the motherfuckers involved, such as 
the uh, the, uh, the the security the, 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 detail the security guy. detail guy, the redheaded guy. Uh, so definitely killing the shit out of him. Uh, along with, but he also pe- mentioned that Hoyt in like the last episode, episode five, he says like Hoyt came and talked to me, or he came and talked to me, assuming that now we're we're talking that Hoyt came and talked to him the day after, uh, um, it happened, right? So basically, hmm. now we're kind of starting to see where the resolution of this thing is, or at least the where the resolution of that 1990 timeline. I don't remember the be. Hoyt coming to talk to him thing. Right? Uh, that's what he. So that was that was like on the porch when they're having that conversation on the porch okay, in the okay. 2015 timeline. Um, but either way, I, I guess I guess I'm interested to see exactly how that sort of like time thing gets wrapped up because we have to sort of see what happens in the 2015 timeline and how all of these things from 1980 and 1990 have direct effects on it and then the the sort of like trustworthiness of Wayne in that 2015 the present day is falling apart very fucking quickly like at one point in this episode he and Roland are like sitting in his study reading their shit um, reading the book and he goes, I'm going to go take a piss. And he goes and takes a piss and comes back and doesn't remember that they were just there. He's like, yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Right? So it's, it's, he's, a, it's, it's all like falling he's falling apart, apart very on. fast. He's falling apart very fast. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really interesting sort of like wrinkle to see how that exactly pans out. Yeah. So there it is. I, I don't I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I know it's going to be real fucking interesting to watch. And, we know that uh, death kitty diddling and sounds like a really fucked up metal group yeah that might be the most fucked up metal name you could get especially since the name just doesn't sound very harsh it just sounds it sounds cute kitty diddling (laughs) but it means something that's very bad horrific yeah Uh uh-huh uh-huh yeah that 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 is what makes it so metal i think that might be might have uncovered what's possibly the best possible death metal band name okay I'll keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Chill diddlers. Chil- children diddlers. Children diddlers. Children diddlers. No, no, no kitty, kitty, kitty diddly. Kitty, kitty diddly. Okay. Fair uh-huh. enough. All right, well, let's just wrap it up here. Wow, I <laughs> went down a real, real, real weird path. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Very true detective path. Yeah. Back to its roots. All right, get me with your socials, guys. Well, I you can find Cliff Bogart at Cliff Bogart on Instagram. Yeah, I'm at Chase504 on Instagram and Twitter as well. And... And you can use my code Chase10 at checkout on Calicure. They make a really cool callus shaver oh, that sure. Armin has done a video on before. That's pretty cool. Uh, you can actually use my code Chase10 and save 10% on one of these. And I'll be super serious. I'm a big boy. I tear all the fucking time because I'm fat on the bar. And this thing has been a game changer. I'm not bullshitting you. It's like military grade sandpaper that you can wash and get it just as sharp as it was when it started out. Fuck yeah. I'm going to make use of that. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty legit. It is pretty cool. You can find uh, Kyle at Mr. Kyle Bogart on the, the I mean, you can, most you can dead. If you just want to check out a postmortem <laughs> feed, the most dead Instagram on the planet. Uh, and you can find me at Arm and Hammer TV. You can find the show at Sand Podcast. Thank you so much, everybody, for uh, for watching or listening. And good luck in the open. And we'll catch you guys next week. Later. Blah.